Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. From the South Point, it is VEASAN's Primetime Action. Glad you could stick with us tonight. or glad you could join us right now if you're just tuning in. It's Gil Alexander. Adam Candy is in for Matt Brown tonight. And Isaiah Wrinkle in for Kelly Bidlin. If you're wondering why things are off, it's the wrinkle for Bidlin part of this. That's the, that's the thing that'll change things. Uh, a lot of baseball going on tonight. Some wacky games, as uh, is the case here, night after night in baseball. A couple preseason football games. I'll update those first uh, in case you want to get in and bet those. These uh, numbers per DraftKings, of course. Uh, right now, uh, Titans up on the Falcons, 13 to nothing. In-game line, minus nine on the Titans. Total 29 and a half. By the way, the Falcons down 13 points. You can get them at plus 375. 1255 left in the third quarter there. And then the Bills and the Lions, uh, these, these numbers are off the board generally here. 13 to 3 Bills with 637 left in the third quarter. So no scoring yet in the second half of this one. Uh, only a money line showing for me right now with the Lions. Plus 280 dogs. Here comes the uh, Lions. Bills seven-point favorites. And the in-game total at 29. Baseball, sir, what do you got? Let's head over to the Diamond where we are getting a Cincinnati Reds performance that is much needed in that National League wild card race. Tyler Merrill has been outstanding yeah. uh, for Cincinnati, shutting out the Phillies. It's 4 nothing for the Reds. A three-run homer for Joey Votto. A solo shot from Nick Castellanos. And Cincinnati... 
is now a huge favorite. Philadelphia Phillies are nine to one to come back on the live line. Total sitting at seven and a half. Uh, Indians over the Tigers, seven to two in the seventh inning in Detroit. Tigers a a very long seventeen to one to come back in that game. Uh, Julio Urias has the Dodgers rolling tonight in New York against the fading Mets. 3-0 the lead for the Dodgers against Tyler McGill. Mets 5-1 to to come back. 6.5 is your live total between the Dodgers and the Mets. Uh, we told you earlier about the Marlins and the Cubs. If you're still at that game, God bless you. 12-4 to Miami in the third inning as Miami put up 11 runs in just the second inning alone. A 21 and a half live total, juice to the over, as you would think. Uh, and the Cubs are 60 to 1 to come back on the live line. Red Sox 6, Orioles 1. Nick Pavetta for the Sox, shutting down the Orioles. They are 15 to 1 to come back, are the Orioles. 10 and a half year live total juice over. Rangers, uh, they might be screwing up some of those uh, brain dead parlays on big dogs. Here, the Rangers up 3-0 on the A's at Globe Life Park. Seven and a half year adjusted total. The A's plus 375 to come back. Royals and the Cardinals have hit the fourth inning. No score between St. Louis and Kansas City. Cards minus 150. Royals plus 120. Tampa has jumped Michael Pineda in Minnesota. 4 nothing for the Tampa Bay Rays as they are already out to minus 950 on the live line. Twins plus 550 total 10 and a half. And uh, I think, believe I skipped over the total in the Royals Cardinals. That is five and a half live. What was the in-game total on this Marlins Cubs game? Uh, you can jump in for a three touchdown plus the hook line of 21 and a half. <laughs> My goodness. 16 thus far in the bottom of the third uh, with the Marlins trying to do some stuff at the bottom of the third. One man on, nobody out. And a 3-2 pitch coming from uh, Rex Brothers to Aguilar and uh, just give you the result in case uh, they get two men on with nobody out. Oh, we swung at ball four. Shouldn't have done that. So we'll see 21 and a half. You don't see that every day in Major League Baseball, although lately you've been seeing it more often uh, um, than in the past. That's uh, for sure. A quick look into the future yes. here, Gil. Oh, no. Does he go yard? Jesus Aguiar has left the building. Oh, my goodness. It is 14 to 4, Miami. Oh, we have we have the uh, live lines a little before the feed, and uh, he golfed it oh, out. Oh, my. Oh, that's <clears throat> on the way to Fort Lauderdale. Wow. That's, yeah. Oh. Yeah. That was in Hollywood, Florida. 14 to 4, Marlins. Jesus Aguilar with a two run jack off Rex Brothers. Nobody out still. <laughs> In the bottom of the third. We'll get you an adjusted total on that yeah. game here momentarily. If you took the over 21 and a half, you're well on your way. Well on your way uh, in that one. Uh, by the way, uh, some games later in baseball as well. want to point those out because they're happening about uh, – Oh, a half hour from now, a little more than a half hour from now. Uh, but before we get to those, just want to remind you once again that this is VEASAN's primetime action. Gil Alexander, Adam Candy, in for Matt Brown. Uh, Houston's taking on the Angels. That's at 9.38 p.m. Eastern, 6.38 Pacific. It is Granky going for the Astros. Sandoval going for the Angels. Houston, a minus 128 preflop favorite in that. Uh, two minutes after that, 9.40 p.m. Eastern, 6.40 uh, Pacific. San Diego. 
going to Arizona once again tonight. San Diego, a minus 180 favorite. It's Snell, who has had all kinds of trouble with the Padres, uh, going, up against, uh, going up against rather three-time World Series champion Madison Bumgarner, who has righted the ship a bit uh, with the Diamondbacks. But obviously the Padres are going to be a big favorite. They are on the road, minus 180, as I mentioned. Colorado's at San Francisco. The Major League Baseball best record belongs to the San Francisco Giants. Five games, five games clear of the L.A. Dodgers headed into the night. Can you believe that? Gomber at Desclafani. The uh, Giants are minus 220 favorites there. And uh, finally, Toronto's at Seattle. Robbie Ray at Chris Flexen. The Blue Jays minus 170 favorites on the road against the Mariners. Let's talk some uh, beautiful game, global football. Talking Premier League uh, specifically in England. The season began this afternoon. And take your screenshots of the standings, everybody, if you're a Premier League fan, because Brentford's in first place. It's Paul Carr from the Expected Value Podcast. How you doing, Paul? I'm well. Brentford uh, got me a winner today. Had the under two and a half. Yes. That one kind of hung on for dear life at the end. But why not start the Premier League season with a good sweat, right? That's unbelievable. First of all, people should know. So they do this in the Premier League, and we sort of dream of it happening in the United States or North American uh, sports where we say, wow, could you imagine if we could relegate teams that are so bad at the bottom? We were just talking about these terrible teams in baseball. There's a whole mess of them that should be relegated. But Brentford is one of the teams that has taken uh, advantage. They haven't taken advantage specifically, but I guess you could say it that way. Three teams oh, get yeah. relegated. Brentford came up, and look at them, 1-0 and out of the shoot. Is yeah. it a possible Leicester City situation here, Paul Carr? Um, no. Uh, you know, let's, if it, a successful season here is staying in the Premier League, because yes. every year you stay in the Premier League is worth nine figures of money. And yeah, if you haven't heard of Brentford, that's okay, because they haven't been in the first division in England since 1947. So, uh, but it's a great story. They're very analytically driven. So, you know, numbers guys kind of like me have heard of them for a while. They're finally into the Premier League. They were in the fourth division like 12 years ago or so, and they've worked their way up. So it was great to see them get three points. And Arsenal is still Arsenal. So congratulations to you for starting out your season one and oh with that under Uh, we'll get to your picks here momentarily the rest of your picks this weekend want to sort of ask you some season long questions Uh, I'll start with the golden boot prop golden boot top goal scorer in all the Premier League 38 matches 38 games for every Premier League team the interminable nine month Premier League season (laughs) Uh, what's the best bet for golden boot who you got yeah this is it. This is the old, you know, if I'm just merely predicting who's going to win, I would say Mo Salah. He would say Mo Salah, by the way. The audio just went out. So if he were just predicting who would win, he would go with Mohamed Salah at 4-1. to one. But what I'm gathering, he's about to say, by the way, Mohamed Salah, uh, 22% of the total handle at DraftKings, meaning the total amount of money in the betting pool, 20% of the total number of tickets, so one out of every five ticket for uh, the EPL's top goal scorer at DraftKings has been placed on Mohamed Salah um, of Liverpool. But what uh, Paul is going to gather uh, what I'm gathering Paul is going to say is that he doesn't like the value at four to one and that he's going to go in a different direction. How big of a Premier League fan are you, sir? I'll enjoy watching, but I do not have nearly the institutional knowledge base to uh, consider myself a confident better. I was actually excited to listen uh, to a bit of Paul's advice on what he has to say. Uh, I can just say that someone, uh, you know, who has his knowledge level, I think, is a good listen for all of us. Yes. Um, in fact, I will call his shot because I actually happen to know who his long shot golden boot play is. Uh, he likes, you ready for this? Uh, can I, can I, uh, can I uh, take the, uh, 
the juice away from heroin. He likes Tottenham's Sun Hung Min, who you see right there, at 35 to 1 as the value play. That is his value play, 35 to 1. You see only 8% of the handle and 8% of the bets have uh, placed the ticket there on him uh, to win the Golden Boot. But that is the Paul Carr value play for the Golden Boot. Um, and here's the key with all of this. And when we ever talk with Paul Carr, not necessarily only the Premier League, but when we talk Euro Cup with him or when we talk World Cup, one of the keys for picking the top goal scorer of any tournament or of any league is who's going to get the penalty kicks when there's a uh, penalty called inside the box? Who's the guy? And he would say that uh, Sun Hung Min from Tottenham would be the guy. So that is what informs his bet. By the way, he got it at forty to one. So we're showing thirty-five to one. The other one that he uh, that he would play here and is and is not listed uh, on the screen leads Patrick Bamford, who Paul got at twenty-five to one. Uh, Paul, did I accurately describe your two golden boot picks? In uh, in uh, both Patrick Leeds and before that, Sun Hung Min. You did, but you missed you missed a heck of a spiel that I gave to nobody in particular. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Sun Hung Min one is sort of dependent, assuming Harry Kane leaves for t- from Tottenham, probably to Man City. If so, you know he's going to take more penalties. He's probably going to move to a little bit more of an advanced position. Uh, so yeah, so that's kind of uh, your hedge because if as soon as Kane leaves, it'll probably drop a little bit. But yeah, I got him at forty-one. I got Bamford at twenty-five to one. And this one, you know, shop around on these because these are the odds I saw vary the most, kind of looking at different books around around town. Is it like the Heisman where it sort of goes back and forth during the season or are these or are these probably the best numbers you'll get on these guys in your opinion? Yeah, I mean, they'll droop a little bit. You know, if somebody like whatever Kane or Salah starts hot, it's, it's about what you'd expect. One of those guys starts hot, their numbers are obviously going to drop and you might be able to get a little bit longer shot on these guys. But generally, by the time they're in contention, the numbers are, are dropping. So if you're looking at the longer shots, this is usually as good as it's going to get, um, unless you want to get you know a little weird and take somebody when they're way behind and think they've got uh, a lot of goals left in them down the stretch or something. All right. Where are your bets to win the whole thing? Yeah, so I played, this is a little weird, but I played both Liverpool and Chelsea to win. Uh, I had them both at plus 500, you know, give or take, you can find them maybe plus 450, plus 550 for either one, depending on where you're looking. And my logic is basically this. So I'm basically playing plus 250 for one of them to win the title. And I think one of them wins the title, you know, 40% of the time, maybe a little bit more. Um, Man City is a heavy favorite and they should be, but it's hard to repeat. You know, only one team has done it over the last 13 years. I mean, it was Man City a couple years ago, Uh, but you know, last year, everything went wrong for Liverpool and they still finished third and no, they weren't, they were within shouting distance of the top spot, even relatively late in, well, not by the end of the season, but they were, they were hanging around, even though everything went wrong. They lost the starting three center backs, et cetera. Um, and Chelsea's got a full season of Thomas Tuchel. You could make a pretty good case. They were the best team in the league after Tuchel came in in January. And now they've got a full season. So, uh, and they're bringing in Romelu Lukaku, our boy, uh, yes. to come join the party here. Love not, him. Just, not this weekend, but uh, next week he should be in the lineup. So they've got, they filled in their one hole. So I think both those teams have real shots. Uh, if, you know, if one or two things goes wrong for city, it's really going to open up. And I think those are the two that are most likely to fill that hole. We have all your uh, premier league futures on the screen. I started with the bottom one and we uh, resumed with the one on the top. Let's go down the list now in order from the top. After that one, where you have a bet on Chelsea at five to one and Liverpool at five to one to win it all special prop here. You like Chelsea to win the league in a prop that does not include Liverpool and Manchester city. So it's Chelsea to win the league without Liverpool and man city. Right. You can get it even money. Where is that available? 
Yes, I played that. I think it was at Will Hill. Uh, if it wasn't at Will Hill, it may have been DraftKings. I've lost track of which one it was. But yeah, these are props you find a lot for these top European leagues where there's a clear cut favorite or two. You know, who's going to win? Uh, the uh, La Liga in Spain minus Barcelona and Real Madrid, maybe Atletico, something like that. Uh, yeah, so I got this at even money, and I just think Chelsea, A, they have a good shot to win it, and B, they're the clear-cut third-best team, or they, a top-three team, I guess I would say, because uh, I'm kind of down on Manchester United, as I think we'll get to. So I, I just have a hard time seeing, you know, at least getting even money that any team is going to jump Chelsea in the standings that isn't Liverpool or City. Yeah, uh, let's talk about Man U for a second. Lost in your discussion at the top between Chelsea and Liverpool and Man City, it was Man U. Uh, Man U, who finished second last year, uh, 12 points uh, lower than Man City, the eventual champions, as Man City just uh, had a coronation tour of the Premier League last year uh, as they cruised to victory. But Man U had 74 points. They were in second place. Um, You've got them under 73.5 points this year. Yep. Yeah. So you, as you mentioned, 74 points last year. So it's roughly the same number this year. I just think everything went right for them last year. Now the case for man United is that they're going to bring in Jane Sancho from Dortmund. Who's a really talented winger. They're going to bring in Rafael Varane in center, at center back from Real Madrid. And so they should be a little better because they're bringing in those two players. And that's something, there's something to that. I think there's a real possibility man United could be a better team this year, but luck was so on their side last year. Oh, and we lost Paul Carr right there. Um, so luck so was not on his side. Luck was not on his side. What he was getting at right there is sort of uh, something when we handicap baseball, we talk about obviously you and I, Adam, all the time about what pitchers have been fortunate, who have who has been unfortunate. We talk about teams. What is their Pythagorean theorem? Runs scored, runs given up. What ought their record? What should their record be? How much are they overperforming that record? How much are they underperforming it? There's a whole nother level of sequencing. And what he was talking about with Man U is. Even with their 74 points last year, so much went their way that that was an overachievement. So he is going under 73 and a half points. Uh, remember, three points for a victory, one for a draw in the Premier League. Uh, he's going under Man U 73 and a half points for the fourth of his five futures. If we could flash the uh, futures up on the screen, the final one of his futures uh, of the five. Um, of Paul Carr's futures, that is, is this uh, relegation notion. So again, the bottom three teams in the Premier League get relegated. Imagine, 17 teams are good enough to play again next year. The bottom three, it's like, see you later. Uh, That's why Brentford, by the way, got in this year, and Brentford with the opening win against Arsenal earlier today. So Paul is actually playing a relegation prop as well. He is saying that Southampton will be relegated. He'll play that at 5-1. to At least he likes the value there. And oh, by the way, he'll play a point total on them too. He's fading Southampton under 43 and a half points for them as well. So uh, under 43 and a half points and then a five to one play on Southampton to be relegated. Southampton, by the way, finished 15th last year in the Premier League. They cleared relegation by, oh, let's call it uh, 15 points, 15, 16 points. So uh, he does not like their chances this year and is fading them in both of those markets. Uh, and then there's the uh, then there's the plays from this weekend, full weekend again. It started with the Brentford Arsenal match today, with Brentford uh, stunning some with a two nil victory. Paul hit the under two and a half goals. Uh, he has three plays, three plays in the Premier League uh, this weekend. Would you like to hear him, Adam Candy? I would like nothing better at this particular moment in time, Gil. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Thank you for saying that. So first of all, he actually has three more. He had the under, as I said, Brentford Arsenal uh, today. Um, he likes the over two and a half goals in the Man U Leeds match. Uh, you're going to have to lay some juice on this. It's about minus 160. That's what we're showing on the screen right there. But Man U leads uh, the over two and a half goals in that one. And with Premier League games, you always have to be really clear about when these games start here stateside. This one starts at 4.30 in the morning Pacific time, 7.30 Eastern. So I'm sure you're going to be up for that one at 4.30, Adam. Yes? No? Maybe? If you want to lead the people to believe such. I'm not going to argue with you. Okay, just curious. Uh, so he's on the over in the Man United Leeds game again, 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern on Saturday, but you do have to lay minus 160 on that. Uh, Paul says 13 of 19 leads away games and three plus, uh, had three plus goals uh, last season. No team's games had more non-penalty goals than Leeds. Man, you has defensive questions as well, so that's why he's going with the over there. Then in the Everton-Southampton game, he's taking Everton to win that at minus 110. Uh, that's at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern tomorrow. Everton, minus 110 to beat Southampton. Uh, basically, uh, he says uh, Paul does it's the same Everton team that was eighth last season with a new and better manager, as mentioned uh, when we talked about Southampton before and the fact that he's fading them. He doesn't uh, believe they have much left after selling top players. That's why he's fading them on the point total. That's why he thinks they're going to be relegated. And one more, and this is the most Paul Carr of all Paul Carr picks. It was a running gag almost last year when I had him on a numbers game on the radio side that for every Chelsea game, he would always seemingly play the under, and it would always seem to come home. Well, guess what? He is doing exactly that, but a little sprinkle, not a full bet on this. He wants to go a little softer on this one. Sprinkle on the Chelsea Crystal Palace under at plus 105. That game is also at 7 a.m. Pacific tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. Um, he feels like the game could get weird, but he's still sprinkling almost out of habit on the under Chelsea Crystal Palace. So once again, the three remaining bets after his victory on the under in uh, Brentford Arsenal today. Man U leads over two and a half, minus 160. Everton to beat Southampton at minus 110. And then Chelsea Crystal Palace, uh, the under at plus 105. The under two and a half goals, of course. You likes? So, Gil, let me ask you a question that goes along with that. If you're someone like me and probably many of our others who are tuned in just looking for an entry point, the easiest way into yes. betting on the Premier League, which way do you go? I would bet an under on one of his recommended games. I think that is that is the most tried-and-true soccer bet to make kind of globally. You have to pick your spots. But I, I always say I like to bet against human achievement is my uh, sort of thing. And I think taking a Chelsea game or, for instance, the game today uh, where he had the under between Brentford and Arsenal and that went under the two and a half. If you don't mind watching two sides kick the ball around the yard and not put the biscuit in the basket more than two times, I would say that's your entry point. Makes sense. And if you're not comfortable with watching the ball fly around without the ball going in, then you probably shouldn't be watching the Premier League or any other football <laughs> in the first place that needs to be part of your appreciation of the game. Yes. Well said once again. Adam Candy, everybody, uh, right here on Feeson's Prime Time Action. Global football, American football, we do it all here on the show for your betting dollar, in case you're interested in betting multiple sports uh, around this great planet of ours. We'll come back. We'll update all the baseball scores. We'll see what's happening in these football games, which are riveting, I have to tell you. 
right here on Beeson's Primetime Action. Oh, and a golf update coming up as well. about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kids-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my That's my <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
Welcome back to VEASAN's Primetime Action, live from the South Point. Gil Alexander, and of course, Adam Candy, and for Matt Brown for the third consecutive night. Have you enjoyed your three-night stint here, Adam? I was going to inquire with the front desk about extending, but I do think Matt will be back, so uh, won't need to do that. You're always, always welcome, well, by thank the way. You. Always welcome. By the way, our tennis match uh, tonight, even though someone was uh, kind enough to thank thank me for the uh, Pagula pick last night, not off to a good start tonight. Uh, Anjabor crushes her in the first set anyway, 6-1. to one. So Jesse Pagula might might be out of gas. We'll see if she can uh, rebound against Anjabur in that one in the quarterfinals up there in Montreal. By the way, on the men's side, for those interested, uh, Daniil Medvedev, the number one seed, taken to a tiebreaker in the third set by Uber Urkatz. But it's on his racket at 6-5. We'll see if he can get that home for those who uh, who bet uh, on that. Football, again, two preseason games uh, going, pardon me, going on right now. There is a third NFL game uh, that is uh, just about to get underway in a bit, um, and that is between the Dallas Cowboys and the Arizona Cardinals. We haven't had much of a chance to talk about that uh, tonight because we won't be on air when this happens, but Arizona's a two-point favorite against the Cowboys tonight. That one in Arizona t- starting at the top of the hour. As far as the ones going on right now, Tennessee Beating Atlanta, Tennessee up on the Falcons 16 to 3 with 17 seconds left in the third quarter. By the way, Medvedev did win that match for those scoring at home. Uh, Titans minus 15 in game, in game total 26 and a half. If you want the Falcons to win that here again, closing seconds of the third quarter, you can get the Falcons at 22 to 1. Nothing, Adam? You don't want that? 22 to 1? Uh, that can be your bet, and I will no. just root for you. No, not going to take it. Uh, Buffalo and Detroit, still 13, well, 13 to 6 now in favor of Buffalo. That one in the fourth quarter at Detroit. Uh, in-game numbers, minus 6.5 on the Bills. In-game total, 25.5. Detroit, Detroit, plus 290. Money line, 10.51 left in the fourth quarter of that one. Baseball update, sir. What do you got? Dodgers have added one in New York. It is now four to nothing for Los Angeles as Julio Urias has allowed just two hits through the first five innings is four, nothing Los Angeles. Let's get you the most updated number on that live line. Mets are 10 to one to come back in that one. Uh, No scoring update from anywhere except from Texas at the moment. The Rangers now up three to two against the Oakland Athletics. The A's uh, are plus 145 to complete that comeback. They are in the fifth inning there. Royals have added two in Kansas City for the battle for Missouri. The Cardinals with a two nothing lead over the Royals. Royals plus 340 uh, to come back there. Rays add one on a Mike Zanino home run. Twins get one back as well. Minnesota 9-1 to to come back against the Tampa Bay Rays. That's in the fourth inning. 5-1 lead for Tampa Bay. Boston 7-1 over Baltimore in the sixth. Miami's got two touchdowns against the Cubs. 14-4 down in Miami in the fourth inning. 7-2 Cleveland over Detroit in the eighth. Cincinnati carrying a 4-0 lead against the Philadelphia Phillies into the eighth inning where Tyler Malley has been Absolutely outstanding for the Reds. Yeah, he ends up being the best pitcher of the night, not Zach Wheeler in that ballgame. Wyndham Championship, halfway through the Wyndham Championship, the last regular season golf tournament, if you will, of the year on the PGA Tour. FedEx Cup begins next week, three-week run. Can't wait for that. 125 golfers winnowed down to 70. The subs 
Francisco in week, and then 30 in week number three in Atlanta. Uh, but as far as the Wyndham Championship, Russell Henley, the American, four strokes clear of the rest of the field, 14 under for the tournament after a six under today in round number two, four uh, ahead of Rory Sabatini, Webb Simpson, and Scott Piercy. Uh, right now, the updated odds, Russell Henry with that four-stroke lead, plus 130 to win this tournament per DraftKings. Webb Simpson, one of those three that is four strokes back, plus 330. The reason for his short number is he has tremendous course history uh, on this particular uh, uh, course. And uh, everybody else, 12 to 1 or longer in this field. Um, by the way, Kelly has a 175 to 1 ticket on Brian Stewart, who is five back at nine under. I would love to see that hit for uh, young Kelly Bidlin with uh, two rounds remaining. And just a refresher, uh, Adam, we do this thing here called one and done. It's the closest thing uh, we have in golf to Survivor. Kelly is beating both Matt and I here with just the four tournaments left. Kelly has Kokrak. I have Kevin Nahn, and uh, Matt has Webb Simpson. So it looks like Matt... Well, I don't know. Kevin Na's in this, too. He's uh, he's at 8-under. He's only 6-back. So Matt and I just jockeying for 2nd and 3rd while Kelly is coasting, coasting to a one-and-done season victory. We shall see if it holds up. Kelly, very cocky, thinking that it will. Perhaps justifiably so, by the way. Just want to point that out. Uh, okay, we'll come back. We'll, uh, we'll see what else is going on. Some other hijinks around uh, baseball and football, and we'll preview some of the... Uh, games coming up later in baseball. It is VEASAN's primetime action. Visa's primetime action on a Friday night uh, here in Las Vegas. Um, Skill Alexander, Adam Candy, and uh, Isaiah Wrinkle in for uh, Kelly Bidlin. Uh, Adam, games tonight coming up in baseball. What we got going here? We've got some late action just about to get going. You have a 9.38 Eastern start in Anaheim, where the Angels, uh, much to my dismay, Last night, jumped Jose Barrios early on and uh, submarined my under four and a half in the first five. Tonight, Zach Greinke taking on Patrick Sandoval for the Angels. Sandoval carried no hitter for quite a while uh, in his last game out. Uh, I always look for interesting notes in terms of sample size. And Zach Greinke actually has 150 plate appearances against the current Los Angeles Angels roster, and they've hit him fairly hard. A fielding independent uh, pitching number of 508, so basically an ERA minus the pitching. And Zach Greinke, accordingly, has been bet down from minus 160 to minus 129 here tonight on Greinke. Nine is your total, uh, plus 119 coming back on Sandoval. San Diego against the Arizona Diamondbacks. Blake Snell and Madison Bumgarner as Gil got you caught up on earlier on. Uh, pitching matchup that I would love to have seen about five years ago. Uh, it is <laughs> Snell and Padres minus 180. Diamondbacks plus 165. Eight and a half is juiced to the over. Uh, this is interesting to me. Anthony DiSclefani against Austin Gomber for San Francisco at home hosting the Colorado Rockies 
Giants minus 220. Uh, Rockies plus 197.5 over minus 20. Gil, we see most of the better teams in Major League Baseball at this point of the year against non-contenders. Those numbers tend to push out minus 250, 275, etc. San Francisco Giants don't seem to get that kind of respect. Are you thinking that uh, the market has not caught up to them, or do you think that the, we are pricing these appropriately? I think they are priced appropriately. I know what you're saying, though, right? In, in, a, in an environment where these uh, favorite prices are getting wackier and wackier, why wouldn't the team that is five games better than the Dodgers in the NL West with the best record in all of baseball, your three-time World Series champion, San Francisco Giants, uh, why wouldn't they have better numbers? I, I mean... I don't know. I think you're right. I think there is. And by the way, I, I have this as well, right in the back of my mind. And no one loves the San Francisco Giants more than me and Isaiah Wrinkle, by the way. Um, I don't know. They're not a team that was expected to be here. The market doesn't think of them as a, you know, a team that can mash, although they have been this year. There's nobody on that pitching staff that has an ERA of even four. So, you know, all the components are there, but yet no one thinks of them like the Dodgers as or, or as they think of the Yankees. No one thinks of them in that regard. I also, by the way, this is beyond your question now, but I also do, even as a guy who loves the Giants, I do worry about them in the postseason, right, assuming they get there, which I think they will. They are not the most, as, as we've talked about, they're not the most set-up team for a, say, a best-of-five series like if the you know if the Milwaukee Brewers use them as an example, you Adam Candy were the first person uh, that I know of this year that uh, was touting the Brewers as you did uh, back in March. You know if you have Woodruff and you have Burns uh, and you have uh, Peralta, the Giants don't have those kind of three you know starters, the old school way to manage a best of five. So it's uh you know I, I think there is this lingering thing. Do you have that as well with them? I did early in the year, but I have come around to one of the idea that this Giants team, I think, is one of those rare teams where the whole might be better than the sum of its parts individually. You're getting the high end of the tail seasons from Buster Posey, from Brandon Crawford, and then you've got guys on the come like Mike Yastrzemski who are helping them lengthen out. They get the addition of Chris Bryant. There's a lot to like about them. I get it with the pitching staff that there aren't the names but Kevin Gosman has turned himself into an elite pitcher. He is the guy who we thought he was going to be when he first came up in Baltimore. He has become that here in San Francisco. Uh, when it comes to maybe adding in Colorado into some of those parlays that you've talked about, fading some teams like the Rockies down the stretch, the Rockies this year on the road straight up are 13 and 43. Uh, but more importantly, the hitting goes away entirely on the road for the Rockies this year. Again, I don't use traditional numbers as often, but just to pull one out, the Colorado Rockies on the road this year have a batting average of 209. That is last in Major League oh, Baseball. My goodness. And so the closest to them are the Texas Rangers at 213. The Rockies are a different team away from Coors. More so even than most years. And we know that Trevor Story said at the deadline, basically unhappy that he wasn't traded. I think mentally this is a team that has checked out. Uh, so part of that to me feels like maybe why the Giants should be pushed out a little farther than even a big price at minus 220. That being said, I'm not playing it straight, but it would be something I'd be interested this weekend as they take on the Rockies, in including in some parlays. Yeah, and the Rockies, a team that I didn't even include at the top of the show, of those, you know, baseball teams that have been on just these epic losing runs, 
giving up all kinds of runs per game. Baltimore, Texas, Washington, a little bit of Miami, though. They've certainly uh, listened tonight, and I can't include Miami necessarily in this list, but certainly Baltimore, Texas, Washington, the Cubs, the Pirates, and the Diamondbacks didn't even include the Rockies, who, what did you say, have won 13 games on the road all season? 13 out of 56, and to add to that batting average stat, they also are last in the majors in road home runs in with 43 here in mid-August. That is a number that past Rockies teams could have had a couple of players eclipse all on their own. Uh, one game I believe uh, did not get to, by the way, Toronto-Seattle coming up later. Uh, Robbie Ray, fringy AL Cy Young contender this year, uh, is a minus 160 favorite against Seattle and Chris Flexen, 8.5 to the over, minus 25. Some money has come in on the Seattle Mariners there. Yeah. By the way, the Arizona Diamondbacks, Mark Borchard, who gave us that awesome stat earlier on the show, that favorites of minus 180 or higher in baseball are hitting at this unbelievable clip uh, in, a, in a huge sample size over the last several seasons. You know, the, the Diamondbacks, you were talking about the, the Rockies offense being so much better at home than they are on the road, just failing and miserably on the road. The Diamondbacks are really built for their home ballpark as well. They should have been better at home, the Diamondbacks. And what ends up being their home record, really not good at all, you know, in the end either. You know, the they have 80 losses. Yeah. They have lost 80 baseball games on August 13th. Yeah. That, it, I Brutal. thought that the Diamondbacks would not be good, but I thought the Rockies were going to be the clear bottom of this division. Rockies are 51 and 64. The Diamondbacks are 36 and 80. And to your point, 22 and 35 at Chase Field. 22 and 35 at Chase Field. What is, what's the road record? They are 14 and 45. Yeah, I mean, they really did tailor those. I mean, if you go to up and down that lineup, the WRC plus for all those players and that offensively, so much better at home, but it just has not translated into wins, even at Chase Field. We'll come back. We'll wrap things up. And Isaiah wants me to remind you about the college football betting guide one more time. I will be happy to oblige. It's next on Beeson's Primetime Action. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. 
ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Back on VEASAN's Primetime Action. A reminder, the VEASAN College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college betting guide for only $19.99 or start your free all-access trial today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Have you seen this college football betting guide at all, Adam? In fact, I have. It is spectacular. We have some very, very sharp people around here who have put together some in-depth work for it. And yeah, it's, it's a well-spent 1999 if you want to be anywhere near uh, college football betting this yeah, year. Yeah, 1999 is nothing. Nothing for that thing. It is just chock full of information. Uh, over 100 pages. Matt Humans and crew doing a great job. And the Pro Football Betting Guide will be uh, here very shortly as well. Looking forward to that. Pro football still, you know, again, with the preseason, yes, it's only a three-week preseason, but we get an off week instead of week four. So it still feels like the regular season is like a long time from now. I guess less than a month feels good being able to say that, that we're under 30 days now. Although college football, 15 days, baby. Oh, no. Let's get ready for that. And the appetizer will keep us sated for quite a while. Sated. Excellent use of sated. Sir, 
You already brought out macabre in this show. I, I you know. <laughs> just wanted to say macabre. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, my Guys in the Desert, the show uh, that was on the air before us, they had this highest scoring team in 2021 prop. Uh, and Isaiah Wrinkle thought, hey, you guys want to talk about this? And I thought, hey, yeah, let's do it. So we're doing it right now. Uh, look, the Chiefs are 5-1. to one. They're the short shot. And the Bucks plus 750. Those two teams just monopolizing all the short shots in all these uh, categories. Uh, the Bills are ten to one. The Packers are twelve to one. Aaron Rodgers back in the fold. Ravens fourteen to one. The high flying or supposedly high flying Cowboys sixteen to one. Though there is, there is a little bit of a buzz with Dak Prescott getting a second look. I'm just a little worried about the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. Uh, Browns are eighteen to one, and the Rams, Niners, and Colts. Not to mention the Seahawks and Saints. All of them eighteen to one on that right column. That whole right column is eighteen to one for the highest scoring team in the National Football League in 2021. Thoughts, sir? All right. So if you're going to look at this, it has to be beyond just is this offense good. You have to be looking at the schedule that these teams are going to play no and doubt. what you expect, uh, what is going to be the defense that they face. So, again, these things adjust during the year. It's always difficult with the NFL to know year to year if you can rely wholly on strength of schedule. But I like the Dallas Cowboys in the first place as an offense. And as much as I like the offense, that's how much I dislike the defense. And because of that, I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to be playing a lot of high-scoring games this year. Yeah. And that leads me to them. Before I tell you that by strength of schedule from last year, they play the weakest schedule in the NFL this coming year. Ooh. So that leads me to Dallas at 16-1. to 1, But I also have to jump to the Browns. Even though I don't love running base teams in this, they also play a soft schedule for the second consecutive year. The Cleveland Browns get what is a soft schedule handed to them. And they have, again, uh, whether you believe in Odell Beckham Jr. or not, if you just say, what is this team adding back in? They are adding in the passing element that they didn't have the same way last year. So I'm trying to get away, Gil, in, in talking about this from those first two that are short shots on the board because I think it's fairly obvious to look at the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and say, sure, these are going to be great offenses, and look elsewhere on the board and say, where else might we find a team that we think has the ability to do something in this category? Here's how it stacked up last year, in case that's uh, of interest to you. Packers, 509, led the league in uh, total points scored, 509. Aaron Rodgers and the Packers on their way to a 13 and 3 record. Uh, number two was the Buffalo Bills with 501 points, also with a 13 and 3 record. Josh Allen and crew just coming up eight points shy of the Packers for the most points scored. Uh, any guesses as to who number three was? And I'll give you five guesses. Well, I mean, I'm looking at a board that has the answer on oh, it, so sorry, I'm not going to go ahead and guess, but no. maybe you would like oh, to tell the people. Can I tell you something? I wasn't even going to say that out loud. I was going to come up with a totally different team, so I would have even had the wrong answer to it. Um, because, in fact, it is the Buccaneers at 492 and the Titans at 491. I should probably stare at the screen. Saints, fifth. Um, does that inform any of your thing for this year at all? And then we saw the 2019 season just before that. So, I mean, if you want to look year over year, let's look at the Saints and say X them out immediately because of the quarterback change uh, and the fact that Michael Thomas is questionable uh, to play, what, until probably week seven, week eight uh, of this season. Um, let's talk about the Packers for a second. Sure. Their Packers are, are 12 to one to be the highest scoring team this year. I don't like it for this reason. What you got out of Aaron Rodgers last year 
was the high-end case, the totally, highest of the high-end Totally case. with you on this. And so if that is not something that you expect this year, then you don't expect the Packers to be a high-scoring team because there's no one else on that team that you think can do it with Aaron Rodgers not driving the train. And so I don't like the Packers in that spot. I'll ask you about the Buffalo Bills because they bring back most of what they had last year. I don't love their competition in the division. Uh, Do you think that Josh Allen is bettable when he might also have been a high-end case last year? So I had a conversation about this with uh, Las Vegas Chris, who's a multiple handicapping contest winner here in Las Vegas over the course of the last decade. Won the win, eliminator, $100,000 at the Palms, won a college football last man standing. Anyway, finished last year in circa second and fifth place. So the man knows of what he speaks. And one of the, you know, one of the big things that he does is he's super contrarian to what a conventional wisdom is. A lot of people are really high on the Washington football team this year. He sees it the other way. Uh, Josh Allen is one of those subjects. So Josh Allen, who just signed a massive extension with the Buffalo Bills, $265 million extension. And, you know, his point was this. It's like, really? You're giving him $265 million pretty much based off that one year of massive success. And, and, you know, Adam, we, we try to project or, you know, draft Knicks try to project college football quarterbacks from the collegiate level to the pro level and try to ascertain who's going to be successful, who's not. I don't have to tell you how poor that rate of prediction is to begin with. But the one thing that analytics folks will tell you that should be a predictive uh, stat is completion percentage. And Josh Allen, you know, from college to the pros, that was so consistent to his first couple years in the league. And then all of a sudden last year, great. So that's a long-winded way of saying to you, I get what you're selling there. I'm not so sure. So I would be bearish on the Bills uh, ending up with the most points in the National Football League. Absolutely. I would not bet on them to do that. No, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. And that is not meant to be an indictment of Josh Allen. It's meant to say that if you're looking at last year and saying to yourself, where's the room to grow? Uh, with Buffalo Bills, I don't see where there's room to grow. That what they did last year is already the top-end case for them. What the Packers did last year is clearly the top-end case for them because of the fact that Aaron Rodgers is not getting any younger, and we can't say that everybody can be Tom Brady and continue to perform at that level up until uh, you know they're in their 40s and beyond. Uh, elsewhere on that board, do you think that this is a situation, Gil, with the Kansas City Chiefs where they're going to continue to go out and wreck people at the level that they have, do you believe, in the offensive line rebuild that they've done? Because Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, and there's a reason they're 550. But 550 as a short shot is not that short. No, I would bet the Chiefs, and then I would forget about the bet and just uh, be reminded of this when the season was coming to a close. I would bet them no problem. And it really is about what you just alluded to, the offensive line. People, that's the thing. Most casual football fans, and perhaps a lot of betters, What's the one thing that they're not necessarily keen on being able to process? Offensive line play. Uh, But last year, and the Chiefs, let us not forget, got all the way to the Super Bowl before getting housed by the Buccaneers. That was their Achilles heel, the, the offensive line injuries. They have completely reinforced that line. It's already unfair playing Patrick Mahomes even with a with a uh, you know subpar offensive line. This is back to a reinforced one. Uh come on. Give me that. Give me plus 550 because your point is right. It's it's the short shot, 
But that's that's pretty good bang for your buck on that. As a short shot, it certainly is. And Pro Football Focus coming into this year re-ranked all of the offensive lines based on their offseason moves, the free agency signings, the draftees. They've got the Chiefs at number seven. I'll take number seven when it comes to the Kansas City Chiefs because even if they're not the very top of the league, of course, they have the magician in Mahomes who is just fine getting outside the pocket so long as he's doing it when he chooses to do it as opposed to being constantly flushed out like he was in the Super Bowl. So the other side of this with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, again, we're trying to minimize variance, and I don't want to be the guy, Gil, who's looking for, oh, this is the year that Tom Brady falls off. But do I want to lock up money at 750 with 44-year-old Tom Brady wondering, is this the year that there is some decline in the performance? No. Yeah, I'm with you on that, too. Uh, 44-year-old Tom Brady. Well, is it 43 or 44? I always lose track. Uh, I think he just did, did you just have a, Isaiah, you probably know this. Was, it, was his birthday uh, recently? You had a birthday recently, so I assume you're keeping track of these things. It's Tom Brady, uh, Aaron Rodgers, 43. Aaron Rodgers, by the way, 37. Tom Brady, 44. He is 44, Isaiah tells us. Yeah. Uh, that is, by the way, a full legal drinking age human being away from Isaiah. <laughs> you said uh, earlier you have clothes older than Isaiah, literally. Uh, yes, I do have clothes that, that are older than Isaiah, and I treasure them. Sadly, we're going to have to go before this dramatic ending to the Bills-Lions preseason game. Uh, for those who have a money line bet or perhaps even a spread bet, uh, this is going to come down to the wire, we think. 149 left. Uh, Lions trailing the Bills 13-12, to and the Lions with a second and 10 at the Bills' 15-yard line. Oh, the drama, Candy. The drama. Aren't you glad you're not involved in this? There's a pass to the 10-yard line, pushed out of bounds. It's going to be a third and five, the 10. Remember, all the uh, Lions need is a field goal to go ahead. 146 left in that one. And the Bills with only one timeout as David Blau. Wow! How you like me now? Leads the Lions here, perhaps, to a preseason victory under Dan Campbell. But you know it's the Lions, so we'll see what happens. Uh, we gots to run for Adam Candy, for Isaiah Wrinkle, Gil Alexander. Thanks for watching. Uh, it is VEASAN's Primetime Action. The Nightcap with Tim Murray and Sean King next from Circa Enjoy. that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free.
I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you.